On your personal road to greatness, I can guarantee you that you will continually come to crossroads that will require you to make a decision of faith. Is it your heart's desire to live in a place of greatness? You will need to continue in diligence to listen to and then to obey the Father's voice. Your obedience will be displayed in how you treat others. Do you treat them with mercy and with forgiveness? Let's continue down to this wonderful road to greatness in confidence and in boldness with our faith. This is a jolt of joy on the Charisma Podcast Network, and I'm your host, and I hope your friend, Carol McLeod. If it's your heart's desire to live a truly great life, to be a truly great person, then you must decide to listen to the Lord and to obey his words. We're studying some extraordinary words in Luke chapter six. They are not easy words. They're they're going to call you to swim upstream from your culture. They're going to call you to do things in a way that you've never done them before. But this is the way that a truly great person embraces the life that God has given to them. Luke chapter 6, verses 30 and 31. Give to everyone who asks of you, and whoever takes away what is yours, don't demand it back. Treat others the same way you want them to treat you. We all want people to be gracious to us, don't we? We all want people to understand our heart motives, to give us mercy and forgiveness when we act the wrong way. We, we all want people to give in to our desires, to see things our way, to go the extra mile for us. But this verse says, do it for them. Do it for them. Don't wait for others to treat you well. You do it first. Give to everyone who asks of you. If anybody asks you for anything, if it's in your power to do it, then you should do it. And whoever takes away what is yours, whether it's time or your home, stuff or things in your home, whether it's relationships, don't demand it back. Treat others the same way you want them to treat you. You want others to be gracious to you? You do it first. You want somebody else to go the second mile for you? You do it first. You want somebody else to understand your heart's motives? You do it first. Don't wait for others to treat you well. You do it first. Verse 32. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. You know, the true mark of a Christian is not merely being good to people who are good to you. The mark of a Christian, of a believer, of a daughter or son of God is to love people who are cruel, people who are unkind, people who are selfish and degenerate. If you only love people who 
love you, who are kind to you, what credit is that to you? The Holy Spirit is saying to you in Luke 6, 32, even sinners, even people who don't know the Lord are kind to people who are kind to them, are good to people who are good to them. But it takes a believer filled with faith who's experienced the agape love of Calvary to be kind, to be good, to love people who have been cruel to them. Luke chapter 6, verses 33 and 34. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. If you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners in order to receive back the same amount. You know, being a Christian is not about exchanging good deeds or thank you notes. Oh, you've been sweet to me. I'll be sweet to you. You you haven't been kind to me. I can't be kind to you. No, that's not what being a Christian's about. It's about being kind, good, and loving in the face of hateful people, cruel actions, and unkind words. You can do it because you know Jesus. You can do it because you've chosen to listen and to obey. You can do it because you can tap into his power. You can do it because you delight in obeying the word of the Lord. I love Psalm 40, verse 8. I delight to do your will, O my God, and your law is written upon my heart. Quit grumbling and complaining and telling your side of the story. Just be delighted to obey the Lord today and every day. Luke 6, 35. But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for he himself is kind to ungrateful and evil men. If you want to act like your dad, then this is how you will act. This is the family trait. If you want to carry on the family genetic traits, then this is how you will act. You will love your enemies, you will do good, and you will expect nothing in return. This is the family business. This is the job description. If you want to be part of the family business, we love our enemies. It is our family motto. We do good and we lend to others expecting nothing in return. You know, the interesting thing here in verse 35 is that the Holy Spirit lets us in on a little secret that you are going to love. Love your enemies and do good and lend expecting nothing in return and your reward will be great. There is a reward for this kind of living. It's called a great reward. It's not only a huge reward. This word for great in the Greek, in the New Testament, here's our word great. It's not only huge, it's not only large, it's not only great in some, 
but also in variety. This word great describes a reward that's great in variety. God has all kinds of blessings for men and women who are willing to die to self and to act like Jesus. God has vast and plenteous treasure for those who are giving, loving, and good when the world is acting like the devil. We don't get to act like the world. We act like our dad. We don't get to act like the devil. We respond like Jesus would. We don't buy into the world's advice or culture. We listen and obey. We're delighted to obey the word of God. And who does this verse, verse 35, say that God is kind to? God is kind to ungrateful and evil men. That's our job description if we want to act like our dad. Luke 6, 36 be merciful just as your father is merciful. Do you know what this word merciful means? Generally, you know, I look up a word in the Greek and I get, you know, 10 to 20 meanings and and shades of meanings and secondary meanings and root words and compound words. But merciful in the Greek, this word for merciful in Luke 6.36 means one thing. It means merciful. It means forgiving when someone does not deserve it or ask for it. The only route to greatness goes through mercy, and it is a word used to describe God the Father. Greatness comes from putting on the characteristics and the attributes of God himself. It goes against your human nature. You choose, my friends. You can either be filled with self or you can be like God, be merciful just like your Father is merciful. Romans chapter 12, verses 14 through 20. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Huh, where have we heard that before? Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not be haughty in mind, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own estimation. Never pay back evil for evil to anyone. Respect what is right in the sight of all men. Some translations say recompense to no man, evil for evil. And it's the Greek word epodidimi, and it means to pay back. It means to return something to someone. Now, our flesh loves to retaliate against those who have wronged us. We like to think bad thoughts. We like to lose our joy and peace and stew about it and rehearse it and talk about it and gossip about it and make sure everybody else knows how we have been treated. We like to stress about it and plot about it. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to call you higher today. Don't give into these events emotionally. We will always be involved in events where we have been mistreated, where we have been treated in an unkind way. Get alone with the Lord. Ask to hear his voice. Ask him how to respond to this person. And my feelings is that God will lead you right back to Luke chapter six. And he'll say, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you, do good. 
Great people take their instructions from the Word of God, especially when it comes to difficult people and events. We have it all wrong when it comes to dealing with hateful, vicious people in life. We have it all wrong. We must treat them like God would treat them. Let me close by telling you a great story about a modern day hero. A pastor in the underground church in China was away at a conference, and while he was gone, the authorities came and questioned his wife. She convinced them that she was the pastor of the church and that the church had dispersed. To make an example of her, they took her to the station and beat her until she was bloodied and bruised. She had broken bones, she was barely conscious, and then they sent her home. Her husband came home from this great spiritual retreat he'd been at to find his wife broken and bloodied and bruised. And his wife said to him, isn't it amazing that Jesus gave us the privilege to suffer for his sake and that we can make that kind of sacrifice to thank him for suffering for us. These great people serving God in China don't see hateful people as a negative, but they see these hateful people as a way to serve Jesus, as a way to demonstrate their love for Jesus. Maybe God has allowed difficult people in your life so that you could show him how much you love him, that you're willing to treat them like he would. If you want to be great in God's kingdom, you will learn to be the servant of all. John 15, 13, greater love has no man than this, than he lay down his life for his friends. Now go, go and live a great life. Thank you for joining me today on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd like to encourage you to visit my website at www.justjoyministries.com. It is my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. You can contact me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.